This is from Bhagavad Gita, 15th chapter, 5th shlokam. Very nice shlokam. Nirmana Moha, one who is free from pride and delusion. Jita Sankha Dosha, evil of attachment to things is not there and persons is not there. Adhyatmanitya, one who is completely establishing the self. Vinivritta Kama, no desire is touching him. Yundvaya Vimukta, Sukha one who is free from pairs of opposites like Sukha Dukkha, pleasure and pain. Gachantya Muda, one who is not deluded, thus not deluded, reaches the eternal abode from which he never falls down. Tamapyayanta never declines from that position. He reaches fullness and stays there. Thank you, Nila Kantanji. This what is just being described in this shloka from Bhagavad Gita is all the characteristics of a person who is abiding in self. And all of us can find that self within us because this is the one which is observing everything. He knows when the ego is rising. He knows when the desire is coming. He knows attachments, emotions, everything. Most of the people, they live their whole life not observing from this place, but reacting, responding, interacting from ego. One step back you take and you become observer. And one step forward you are in this game of Maya. This one step back, even thinking about this one step back is grace, is Kripa only. Because you go out, you meet people, you meet millions of people, not one will be thinking in this way or even questioning their existence. You know, we start enjoying with our senses very early in our life and we keep enjoying till 99 plus and die. And then go into the next birth and keep enjoying and then die. And this continues continues for millions of years, continues in different bodies and we never question. How many people question? Hardly you will find anyone who is questioning. You know, people go through whatever suffering to the body, to the mind, in their social circumstances. It looks they have changed, but that change is very, very 
transient for a small duration till they recuperate from that shock, from that suffering and then back to the same. Just like tail of the dog, we don't change. That is the reason why if someone is changing, he gives credit to that absolute only. Because at our level, at ego level, we cannot change. We can change our taste, we can change our interest. One day I wanted to have a bicycle, now I wanted to have a car. One day I wanted uh, a house for myself, now I want a house for destitute to help, uh, you know. But always there's action going on in this world from this ego mind. This action, that action, this desire, this thing, at every level. It does not matter whether you are rich, whether you are suction, whether you are have those uh, capacity to do things. At every level we think we can do this and that and the mind keeps ticking, keeps us into this doership and th because it is our desire to do something, whatever it is, good or bad, we have to reap the fruits. And we are always in this cycle of samsara, never ever ending. Don't think it ends. I know that some religious text, some says that after so many, then everyone will one day will um, get. I don't know why they say like this. Maybe they are blackmailing you. They want you to leave everything to them, give them some money and then they will sort out your uh, things. No, no, no. You have to sort out. This will continue even let's say there is a prelay, there is everything finishes in this world. You will stay in that some form and when the srishti takes over again, you will start this desireful game. It's not going to end like that for everyone one day. If you want it to end, it will end right now for you. But it is your interest. Now, some people say that they have interest, but they lose interest or they want to do it, but something pulls them out. What is that something which does not allow you to stay on this path of liberation or staying as an observer? Your own interest, nothing else. We can blame to friends, to people, to situation, to job, to financial circumstances, whatever. And when we say we blame others means our mind, our mind plays tricks. It says, no, look, uh, this is important. It gives importance to things and it keeps you engaged. I'll tell you, leave aside what is going on in your life leave it the way it is going and you start staying as an observer from now. Maybe you have started all this drama and your interest in so many things, but now watch it as detached observer. What the body is doing, how it is interacting with people, even the thoughts coming to you whatever the day. Don't comment. Don't judge. Don't judge others ego. Don't judge your ego. Just be an observer. 
move backward and just be a witness to everything. It is not difficult and it is not meditation. I don't know what to call it. Maybe you can call self-inquiry, but it is also not self-inquiry. Self-inquiry you do once you find out this observer. Once you found out this self after inquiry, you stay as self, put efforts to stay as self rather than jumping and doing something. You know, I watched a YouTube, um, it was a comedy uh, video. Uh, this was an Asian lady who had three pets, three monkeys, and she was trying to keep them. And such an interesting video that she is trying to train them and they're jumping and sometimes they jump so high that they go and sit in a shelf up and, and come down and touch other. They can't sit still. That is our mind. It wants some action. That is its job. It, it is really mad. It wants something to be done. Okay, I'm saying to you, let it do what it wants to, but you don't be accomplice to it. Otherwise, you will suffer. You just, you are pure awareness. You have no other attributes. Mind does not belong to you. Body does not belong to you. You just observe. Let it do what it's doing. Why you want to do it? You just observe. Your power of observation will create distance between you and this doer, this mind, this ego, this individual. When you start feeling this gap, that you are the void which is watching, a transformation will has to happen to the mind, to the body, to all this structure. You are collapsing this whole structure. Why you are collapsing? Because it is fake. It was not standing on any solid ground. It was a filmsy ground. You were thinking that you are doing and things are happening because you are desiring and because you are desiring, you are accomplishing. Because of accomplishment, you are proud. This all is just fake. It has no value. And I'll tell you the moment you understand this game, even if someone gives you a trophy that you have done a lot of good things, this is your trophy. You, you have to have an order of Australia medal. You will, maybe in courtesy, you will not throw it away, but you know it is useless. It has no value. Maybe for all other dream people, it might be carrying some value. For you, there is no value. Understand this truth because you have to understand this truth to be free. And you can be free only when you are alive in this body. This is the whole thing. People think that what others are doing, what whole world is doing is right. Why I should be out of the crowd or why would I do all this tapas and let me just because slipping away as what others are doing indulging in whatever they are indulging in looks so normal because whole world is doing this that's okay if that's okay with you you can be that why not you can live zillions of years as an ego no problem who is asking you to abide in self Look for freedom. Who is asking you? 
only you. But if you are really interested in it, then do it properly and finish it off. Don't have a lukewarm approach. Don't try to be in this party, in this worldly game and then try to be free. You are just wasting time. Don't think that you are doing any justice to anyone in this world. They are all dream people around you. If you have to awaken, you have to awaken. You can't wait others to awake. You know when you watch dream at night, do you wait others in your dream to awaken? So your dream breaks? Or you break your dream? And here I have seen hundreds of people who are spiritually bent. But they say, look, we are among our family, friends, colleagues. They are calling me. I have to do. I have to. As if others are holding you so tight that you can't be free. You have to find courage. You have to know what is at stake. No one is pulling you except your own desires and attachment or keeping you like a fool who is owning this body-mind. So many times we sit in silence and I've realized that as soon as you finish that meditative practice, people want to talk to each other. They are so eager to talk. They will talk about something if they can't find anything. What a good weather this is, you know, and whatever. The mind wants to just take over the control from that silence. Understand where the problem is. There are thousands of meditative techniques and each looks so good, but they are all useless. They call it mindfulness, mindlessness, meditation, whatever name. You know what they, these techniques do? They will keep you egoistic all your life and you will end with meditation technique and you will be dead body one day. You know what they do? They have a subject-object relationship, all meditation techniques. Unless they move from that subject-object to that one, oneness, then it is powerful. But most of them, they stay at that level only, primary level and end there. For an example, watching your breath. I have seen people are watching their breath for last 40 years, you know. Subject and object, breath. Subject and, um, and a japa. Subject and another object as a picture. Subject and be aware of your senses, your body and all. So, Till the one who is watching does not, not go, how can you be free? The one subject which is doing all this meditation, these techniques, that has to disappear. We are keeping that subject and following an object. Subject and object. That is what meditation, meditate means dhyana. You are putting your focus on something external to you. When Bhagwan's technique comes, it attacks the real culprit. Put your dhyana here on you only, on self. Be the self what you are. No other, no mediator, no middleman. <clears throat> no need to put your dhyana on something else. You know, when people came and they were not convinced what he was saying, then he used to say, what you want to do is right. Okay, do that. Because for some people, it is not possible to be directly focusing on 
self and bhagwan never used any other term can you can, you know all my life i was hearing about brahman 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 and and i i created a mental entity of that brahman you know how it looks when bhagwan says self my god it was like he has broken all uh, foundation of experiences all condition is gone sorry condition yeah condition you know what a spiritual seeker does he gathers experiences after experiences after experiences very beautiful very divine very good experiences fragrances um, darshan of gods and goddesses and so many things but that experiencer stays this is the problem bhagwan when you come to him he refutes everything he wants you to finish this experiencer only look what is at stake you are at stake what you think has to disappear if that stays whatever technique you use how many experiences you get even some powers or whatever doesn't matter you have to disappear who are you question deeply who are you are you this body mind do you have to be puppet of this mind who is producing thoughts after thoughts that's its job this instrument called mind is being created for you to be indulging in this sansara to be interacting in this world to be always a puppet understand this if you want to be free you have to tame the mind tame the mind you can only tame the mind not by giving more work to mind by not giving any work to mind that is the only way if you want to tame the mind if you want to make mind your slave then don't give any work to the mind not giving any work to mind mind becomes vestigial mind becomes restful there is nothing like a restful mind restful mind is no mind or pure mind or nothing emptiness because mind is equivalent to restlessness nothing else it is popping up thoughts after thoughts after thoughts and keeping you busy in your life from one thing to other to next and to next it never ends you know people get old but they have charm to see a new place now this place and that place and this place and that and never ends i was talking to a friend this thing that you go to any place meet anyone people only talk about food very common topic go to this place to eat go to this place to eat this eat don't eat this this is the best place this is the new restaurant in town and then people it is not about food you know if food if you're living for food then it's a shame if you if your life is living for food and that is what it looks like everyone just talks about food eating delivery living to eat yeah living living to eat not e- eating to live problem is mind can play so many tricks it can keep you always busy you think you are free but no there is something you are interested in still you know when two strangers meet or someone who wants to start a talk they will try to find a common ground 
are you from this country or so you must be liking cricket or maybe you're from Europe you might be liking soccer you want to break the ice you you can't stay still you have to talk you have to break that silence there is no problem in talking to people but understand where the basic problem is you have to give up the instrument without which you don't know how to live even for one second if you can quieten this even for few seconds you will know the truth how beautiful you are we have lost our self image we have sold ourselves to the mind so the only way is when you are not giving any work to the mind now what work we give lot of work is psychological we go to a place in a situation we start judging people things situation even before knowing everything we already decided who is the culprit this person did this because he's like that i know him very well whatever we we create story about everyone mind start creating and judging and liking and disliking and sometimes these impressions become so strong that you hate someone or you are attracted towards someone this these are all mental impressions the stronger the mental impression stronger the bondage and we have created millions of impressions in this mind since we were born in this birth even if you don't believe in previous births how to get rid of all how to finish this because it looks like a herculean task you it is impossible it is only possible if you stop engaging with mind and be an observer now what is going to happen is the mind has a momentum from previously put inputs into it and it will show it will come with a mind attack vengeance so many things you have already fed to it this to this recorder and it it will show you but that's okay if you don't if you bear with it because it is you have given all that stuff to it now just watch just observe but don't create new desires at least or new attachments or new ambitions and just be you know this this power of be will keep you at that the mind will pull you you have put money in so many shares so many interest and it will come to you that what will happen to this if you stay like that what will happen to this which you have put just be the beautiful thing will happen is that slowly and gradually you will start feeling that peace coming from within more you stay as an observer who is neutral who is impartial who is disinterested in the most interesting thing i know sometimes it's very hard to break old habits or your attachments to some things and and they can be looking very trivial but the moment you start behaving as an observer everything becomes so clear where your interest is it can it nothing can hide from you now and that is a good journey good start because now you know 
okay, these are the things I can see where I am still having interest. And when you stay as an observer, that pull might be there for a while, but then it goes away. Because you start feeling so much of peace, so much of bliss, and, and you and subconsciously all your interests were to get some happiness out of those things. Now you are that happiness. You are that eternal happiness coming from within. Why would you be engaged? It's not that whatever your profession, you will stop doing it. You still do it. But now there's no doership in it. You know, it just happens. People come, you do things and you do things or the body does things, there is a big difference. Because when you know that you are just an observer, nothing affects you on day-to-day -day basis also. And that is freedom from your mind. And most of us, for most of us, it can't be like this. It, it is a gradual process. And why, you know, people like Bhagwan sometimes says that, you know, when there is a light, then there can't be any darkness. You might think that one day there will be a light bulb in your head will come and then. Why, why Bhagwan can say and why we can't say? Why there's a difference? Why there's a discrepancy? If you understand this, the reason is because till it is, it solidifies as an effortless natural state. Sahaja, there is coming and going continues. So until then, it looks like a gradual process because it is not complete. There is no completeness in it. But once it is complete, it is one way. It is irreversible. And then the same one who is saying it is a gradual process can say yes. It is a complete, it is, I, I have, I am that I am. There is no doubt about it. But before that, the path looks slippery and you have to have that interest in it, longing for it. Longing for freedom is very important. So when your longing for freedom is more than your attachment for things, it is you're moving slowly upward. And the moment there are no strings attached, the journey becomes so swift that nothing can stop it. And it, it ends in self-abidance permanently, effortlessly. But before that, you have to put effort, you have to have interest. If, if your interest is half in this, half in something else, it will never ever happen. How would you move? You are, you will stay where you are. And, and we all start at a negative level, unless we had sadhanas in the previous births. Because we have, at least we have accumulated in this birth, lot of mental impressions. So if let's say you stop accumulating any more, and you, you stay here, still there is some work to be done. Right now you understand and you say, I am free. Yes, you are free. But then what that garbage, which is already we have gathered, that it has its own pull. So 
So just pay attention to the pure observer in us. And nobody can say, I don't know where it is in me. So look within and you will find. Everyone has got, otherwise you can't be alive. Everyone has that observer, that Brahman, that Atma, that pure self, which, which is impartial, which is neutral, which is not jumping to do something or to criticize someone or to dislike or to like or anything. It's just, you can be an observer and still there could be liking or disliking of a thing. Understand that is another thing about it. But you know that you are an observer. Still the body might be commenting about a taste of something. That's completely fine. Rather than getting into concepts and understanding at intellectual level, better to be an observer. Then you will be your own authority in a way. Because when you stay there and you observe, then you don't have to check scriptures to find out in what thing I will be behaving with liking or in what thing I will be partial. You are only one. You are always an observer. Whether things are conducive to the body or not, doesn't matter. So bring your energy here. Bring all your energy here. And see the fun. The fun is that it's not that you start accepting things. You are in so much of bliss that you don't care. This is a big misconception. People say, oh, I will, how I will have total acceptance, you know. Uh, look, um, I, you know, you go into your story of your life that people have treated you badly and everyone's story is same, you know. Everyone has treated us badly. We are the best people, you know. But moment you touch your bliss, you have zero interest in anything. See Bhagwan, you know, he's sitting, he's watching outside. Some people, you might think if he's not a jnani, if you don't know he was a jnani, you will think he's lost in his thoughts. That's what everyone will think. Or he, he is moron or he is paying disrespect to the 50 people sitting in the hall. That's what you will think. But who cares? Who gives a damn to all these ego images in front? He is abiding in his pure self. And because he is abiding in pure self, 50 people sitting in the hall, they are all imbibing in pure self. That radiant energy is spreading to everyone. He is not doing deliberately that now I will sit in self and this energy will do kalyan of everyone. He has zero interest in you. You come to hall, you don't come to hall. He doesn't care. Care in a sense that he's not attached to you. If you come, you ask. If you are pure mind, you need help, he is there for you. But if you even criticize him, he doesn't care, you know, you can criticize him and go. He is in his bliss. Because he is in his bliss, we are all getting in our bliss, even remembering his name. This is the power. And that Ramana, that Ramana, we all are that Ramana. When we go within, we find that we and he are not different. 
he and arunachala is not different so we are that arunachala no difference what is different in all of us if we sacrifice that that person then we all are the same pure awareness and if you sacrifice that person who is owning the body mind complex then you are this body mind story ends here right now no more bodies coming for the mind because mind is still there is an owner of it when there is no owner of mind there is no mind there is only pure self it is just one owner fake owner who has created this sansara the moment you give up this ownership see how beautiful the life will become and you know we always look in others eye how i look how others feel or think about myself because we are always thinking so we think how others are thinking bhagwan never thought what others are thinking they are thinking he is a beggar or they are he is a gyani or because he can't think it's not that he is trying to get good thoughts he has he can't think he has destroyed that machine which separates you and me he got rigged got rid of it and the way he got rid of it he never told us he never even told what he was in previous birth though he said that whatever he got is not without effort he has done all the efforts he always if you see he always said that though that took only few seconds but before that work was already done so we have to do that work now and then when 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 it will be fully established it will be only like this like bhagwan so so this game you can't say you don't have time to finish this game nobody can say it is just lame excuses of the mind that i don't have time and i have so much of work to do it is good if you have lot of work to do then you can watch what this ego is doing you just be an observer to everything this observer if you don't know who this observer is to identify this observer see this observer as the one which is witnessing but has no mind so it cannot comment it cannot like it cannot judge it cannot criticize it it has no clue about anything so the mind will come to the rescue of this observer saying look i am there and this thing is like this and you know this person why you are getting in trap then you know that this mind is talking to your ego not the observer if you stay as observer that ego will start disappearing for which mind comes as an aid
understand this intricate game going on within it, you it is so clear when you go within there can be times when you can get confused or you can there can be emotional upheaval with all those intense thoughts but if you don't own anything it will all go away just stay there if you can't remember then remember how bhagwan stayed at arunachala his mother came his uncle came people came people wanted him to take all around india all around the world he just stayed take it symbolically how he just stayed sometimes he even said yeah 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 i don't know yes or no what people thought he said yes and they came with all preparation he never went <laughs> they came they got upset he never went so stay like that bhagwan how bhagwan stayed in arunachala you know just remember that stay there whatever it says you know you will lose money you will lose health you will lose friends you will lose spouse you will lose kids you will lose country you will lose fame you will lose anything mind can come with all excuses you just say yes i am okay i lose everything even body i am okay then the mind will surrender to you till you listen to mind you are its slave when you stop listening to the mind mind becomes your slave like human has human being has learned to tame all sorts of animals isn't it and i think um, taming the mind is something which is to be learned by these sages like bhagwan don't listen to it it will show you all sorts of things that if you do this then this will come and this will happen and this will happen all about self gain self pleasure self indulgence sometimes it comes in form of helping others that is the game sometimes it can come into spirituality that i am helping others or this is happening all this foolishness no understand this game that i am not an accomplice to the mind in my life anymore if you have this determination pratigya and you are standing with that mind cannot do anything mind is just going with old desires and uh, you have already fed into the system in the software but if you are not giving more then it will die soon stay as nothing when you go to a party when you go to a meeting unless people ask you just keep quiet traveling keep quiet if someone speaks to you give respect give love speak to them be polite but love your silence so much so that you you are always in silence and silence becomes so infective that anyone who comes close to you gets drowned in the silence be that silence all the time like you have no story to tell 
you know people who say say stories and gossips because they believe in that story that i went there then this happened to me and then this happened and then that he came and then he insulted me and then i did this and the, all this mind talks continue and everyone meets for a cup of coffee for this stupid gossip you know whole world is doing like that let's catch up for a coffee and they all gossip about their egoistic stories you know you say 20 minutes i will say 20 minutes and then it's done what do you call it's like catharsis venting out your feelings and emotions it is not venting out you are solidifying you are solidifying your ego because what you are using it is exactly like you know lot of people tell that what is the problem if i have few drinks at night you know i just feel relaxed i'm not harming anyone and i eat good protein so the body is also not going to have any problem and i feel relaxed but the thing is now you're dependent on alcohol for your relaxation same is you're dependent on your mind for your relaxation what you call as relaxation just speaking out something some people say i have heard that some people say look if you have anger inside you can have disease vent out your anger you know how stupid you know some places i know they've created these rooms where people can break bottles and things or punch and all you know i was really surprised to say in covid times they made a group of young mothers in in new york where those females used to go at midnight outside in car parks and shout and scream and jump understand where this energy of anger is coming from why it is coming from what is it for who owns this anger who is the one who wants to relax after few drinks who is the one who is not relaxed right now look there not to the means to fix it look there when you look there and you keep looking there you keep looking there it will disappear with this observation only this observation is so strong but we just keep doing what everyone around us is doing entertainment running out of the problem you have to nip on the bud you have to target the one who is the who is the problem if we are trying to look these temporary solutions yes you will be relaxed for a while but then the problem stays just like in western medicine we only have control of diseases no cure you have diabetes take this for life you have hypertension take this for life you have cholesterol take this for life where is the cure and same thing we have come for mind also mind relaxation techniques and mindfulness we are so fortunate that in this modern time a saint called bhagwan came told us a way how to smash it and finish it and cure it and the second good thing has happened we know somehow by grace 
we understood what he said, or at least we are trying to understand what he said and, and trying to practice it. What else is left to do then? There's nothing else to do. All the drama of meditating morning and evening is gone. It is a 24 hour job. Till it finishes. Bhagwan has said so clearly, like a flowing river, you have to just continue, continue doing it, doing it, doing it. Just be the self, that's all. If you are self, you are impartial, you are not commenting on anything, then how any thought can come? How a thought can pop up? Remember, thoughts comes for the one who owns this body-mind, the ego. It can only fool ego. It cannot fool self. Self is you who has transcended the mind. Once you have transcended the mind, you are behind mind. You are where where you can see all the intricacies of the mind and the body and emotions and everything. And how things are happening in body and people and things and you are just there. Jnani is always in silence, in midst of a storm, whatever is happening, he never leaves that silence because he cannot leave. He is that silence. It is not that you have run away and get, went into some cave in the heart as silence. You are that silence. Because you, all your life you have lived in mind, as mind, you don't know what silence is. You think this is, this is normal. So that chaotic atmosphere is normalcy for almost everyone. Because we don't know, is anything different than this? Let's say the whole world is blind, then if someone has eyes, you can't understand what he's saying, that he's seeing things. Because everyone is blind. You don't know what seeing is. Same is this. If someone says, awakening, or be awakened from this dream. You don't know because you have always lived with this mind who is not just created the dream but continuing the dream. And we are giving fuel to the fire by putting more desires in it. That is the reason even this desire of freedom is also a trap. Just observe everything. Just be an observer to everything. Just a very common sense. How, let's say this is a drama going on. How can you be free? If you are not participating, that's all. But I have been given role. I have been given body. I have education. I have a family, this, this. Then how can I be free? Just be an observer in this body. But I have to do work and I have to go to work and I have to take let the body do, you just stay as observer. Actually, there is no people mind plays tricks and tells you you can't be free. 
because if you're free you will be beggar or something or something will happen you know nothing everything will collapse i'll tell you nothing will collapse if you are in peace you will only give peace to others right now you are in pieces and we are creating all chaos around us trust bhagwan trust arunachala trust yourself and just stay as an observer in that neutral gear whenever emotion arises strong feeling arises watch it from a distance don't be part of it stay an arm's length from everything from your closest friend from your closest enemy from the work you like work you dislike just just observe all the time from trivial thing to the most important thing you know what will happen when there is no thought you are always in that moment and when you are in that moment whatever words you speak will have weight will carry a deep meaning and everyone will listen to you because those words are word of the self brahman absolute without any filter when you see towards someone your eyes will show that love for that person because there is no filter he is a stranger he is a family member he is employer employee whatever the love flows even without you doing anything even in your silence give away this filter called mind just be naked don't do anything for yourself don't do anything for others doing others also comes from that mind only you know ego that now i i filled up my pocket now i'll do for others who are others who is mine nothing no north no west no east nothing there's nothing there's no just we have acquired so many concepts now just be empty of all concepts and see the power of this emptiness this will this will produce so much of bliss in you which you have unprecedented you have never tasted we only know jumping like monkeys you know sometimes joy sometimes sorrow happiness for stupid things ha 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 some stupid jokes and then you know somebody insults and we go down and then we are so sensitive the sensitive in us is this ego this changeless entity in us which does not even own this body this mind it has no ownership of anything in this world leave aside anything it does not even own this body mind 
For it, this body mind is as stranger as any other body mind. That is real freedom. Don't think when a person dies, he is free. No. He, one thing, you know, people say is that when you die, you don't take anything. No, you take your mind with you. Mind is a matter. It still goes with you. All vasanas, all mental impressions goes with you. You, you carry the worst garbage with you when you die. But when a jnani dies, he never dies. Because he has already killed that mind. He has no garbage to carry. So he never goes. And he never comes. He has finished his play in this Leela. And the same you can do if you stop touching this garbage called mind. We have done, we have, we have um, exploited this mind, we have indulged in it, we have ruined it, let's just, just leave it now. If you leave it for a while, slowly and slowly it will become clean, just like water in a river. Whatever you have to done and it's moving, turbulent and you leave it and everything just settles. Settles not to an extent of just settling this mind, settles even the Sanchit karma, which might have to go for another thousands of years, it settles everything. If you have to have, if you have to settle, if you have to create stillness in this havoc, then you need a lot of courage. You can't just settle and then disturb and settle and here you are just like this and then throwing the stone of desire, boom, and then everything is moving around. Then you blame nothing is happening. How can it happen? That's why in scriptures it's called, they are called Deeras. 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 Hmm. Keep that fire burning in you so intensely. If it gets dim, then take some fire from Arunachala, from Deepam festival. Bring it here. Keep it burning, full of it, till your last breath. Keep your efforts there all the time, all the time, all the time. Anything which creates <laughs> intense emotions, your religion, your spirituality, your political party, your footy team, your family, disease, your profession, watch it. Don't get involved internally at all. Stay as an uninvolved witness. Most of us are having too many attachments with too many things. Sometimes we know, sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we feel proud of those attachments. Understand this also. So just be. Just be all the time for everything. You know, if you are in just be, you have nothing to talk to anyone. What would you talk?
So if jnani is in silence, it is not by choice. Silence is bliss. Solitude, you know what we say solitude. It is always solitude. Even when you are in silence and you watch all the images around you and this body moving and people moving and things happening, it looks so beautiful because you are the one who is actually watching at that moment in presence. Rest are all in their mind somewhere else. Only you are watching the show as the God wants you to watch. You are only present. Others are missing the show. There's a sleepwalking through the show. Sleepwalking through the show. So just be in your silence. Even if you don't understand what it is, just be. And don't be with anything which pulls your energy into likes and dislikes on, on an expert commentary on someone or some situation. Just stay in that impartial, neutral atmosphere. Here you are not trying to make any friends and you are not there having any enemies. There is nothing is happening here. Actually it is a complete standstill. Because for all these things you have to borrow mind. I will give you another example. You know when Bhagwan was diagnosed with this cancer sarcoma of his, around his left elbow. So many devotees came, some were very close to him, so they can say to him, Bhagwan, why don't you use your desire, your mind to cure yourself? And you know what Bhagwan said? I have never used mind in my life. Why now? Why now? You know, so many people said so many things that you have cured so many problems just by your name, with vibhuti, with your darshan, you know, people's were almost dead, brought to life. Why can't you? He has no interest in the body. He said body itself is a disease. Disease on disease right now. And the one who has given is, uh, will look into it, you know. Who am I? Because for him, this body is more stranger than other bodies. Because sometimes people have said that, please cure me or their own intentions came to Bhagwan and whether he wanted to do or not, but that energy went there to cure. Because of others' mind wanted that cure. But he never did it. You know, in his time, people started doing their own um, sadhana. 
they were doing surya namaskar every day and they did it for 90 days or something like that and other things also continued around him apart from treatment and he said the same that same energy in in sun is in me what different would you be able to do by going to sun and asking him to serve me no difference between sun and me jari this sentence comes in everyday sandhyavandana asa adityo brahma brahmaiva asmi that brahman which is the sun is in me you know if if your teacher is so high look i am not uh, trying to degrade anyone's teacher but i am just telling you i think i don't have any words about bhagwan it's so what i am just trying to say is if you have a teacher like this then you have to be devotee like that that's all don't be a faint hearted devotee with a lukewarm approach why would you like to defame bhagwan's name isn't that would be shame on you that is what i am saying because if you have taken that high idol look you can have seen seen someone there are thousands and thousands of gurus you know some guru will also tell you indulge it is all maya it is for you only you know there can be so many theories and people follow that because you have to most of the time we we go in a way where it is good for the mind where the mind feels yes yes this is good this is a good balance work life balance work life spirituality balance you know i will it allows us to do all sorts of stupidity and still we will go to nirvana you know or whatever bhagwan cuts off everything see bhagwan's devotees you know see his devotees you know the and 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 the biggest thing is that all of them all were realized but they never did any propaganda or even teaching you know they you might have heard sadhu om or anna malai swami but there were lot of them lot of kiri party and natanand you know lot of them if you see murugna so many even now i'm saying if you listen to any old devotees i was listening to one of the talks few months back about a lady from i think chennai and she was saying that that power of bhagwan is now 1000 times more than it was before if i can find i can send i'll send it to you and she said that that realized soul she said that that power of bhagwan has gone 1000 times more now so just be we don't have to do anything just be like you go to ramana ashram you sit near bhagwan samadhi hall and you just sit you just be nothing else just stay in that beeness just all the time don't think you are different from others <clears throat> everyone is in the same boat everyone has 
some family responsibilities, some work responsibilities, some ailments in the body, some family problems. Everyone is same. But you just be. And look, nobody is watching you, judging you. It's your own mind which plays tricks that this is happening in my life. And unless this gets sorted out, then I can't do it. And I have to get this person married or, you know, this job done or only after retirement or paying the mortgage. You never know when is the last breath. Who does all the planning? Only mind. Leave this mind. Now live a life unplanned, like a dry leaf in a wind, just wherever it takes you, whatever it does. Enjoy your own solitude, enjoy your own bliss. Stay with yourself all the time. Even in midst of people, enjoy your company, just like Bhagwan. Bhagwan is looking within and people saying, thinking his, his eyes are up or somewhere, you know, he's just there all the time, all the time. And the moment uh, someone comes in his room, as soon as the person enters the door, he knows that this person is longing for that self. And then his eyes focus only on that person. He has no other business to be in self and to make you in self. And same he is doing now. He is that self and he wants all of us to be in that self. There is no other purpose. So use your teacher's blessings, his grace. Be in that all the time. And don't move from it for any reason at any time. Just be. More you stay here, more your ego will dissolve and less thoughts because thoughts comes only for ego, not for you. So these two things, ego and mind, separate from you, both will disappear, leaving only Param Shanti, this self, with bliss, with peace, nothing else and then you will the moment you touch your own self you realize that nothing matters it is only mind which cre creates importance to my life your life that life this thing that thing if you don't understand this just see there might be let's say hundred thousand scientists Everyone who is doing his own research thinks that is the most important. Then you see businessmen. Let's say you pick up 10 million businessmen. Everyone who is doing, they think their work is more important. Everyone, whatever profession, I am not saying about any particular profession. Whatever people are doing, see how their mind is occupied into that thing. People who watch golf or play golf, they think there's nothing else in this world except golf. Same the one who plays cricket or watches cricket. Same the one who plays soccer or watches soccer. For anything. What is then which actually does not want anything and is still in bliss? You only.
abide in that pure bliss abide as an observer that pure silence if the mind is creating problem if thoughts are coming and you don't feel that silence understand you are playing at the level of ego now move backward and just be an observer to everything if things are affecting you that means there is some ego because whole this world around us only interacts with ego understand this nobody interacts with self nobody even knows self if you don't know self how others will know yourself just be an observer to everything this is so powerful you can call it anything i don't know self attention or witnessing or whatever but it is not meditation don't call it meditation we can call it but meditation is about someone else it is all about you here there is no object don't treat yourself as an object you are not an object you are that pure awareness stay like that only don't add any impurity of mind in it thank you everyone thank you thank you thank you om shanti shanti